All right, so Pav versus Splain. It's been a good minute, man. I didn't even realize, you know, it's been, uh, I think, 24 days since I last put out my last episode. That's basically three weeks. Um, sorry for the absence, guys. Uh, you know, I was been dealing with a lot, actually. You know, <clears throat> family stuff, for one. I was back in Chicago for a good minute um, dealing with that. Also, the NBA season just started. So, shout out to all of you guys who've been checking out, you know, the Clippers content. Um, you know, we've been... I mean, I want to say I stable center damn near like two times a week. You know, last week there was a back-to-back. It's even like, I understand why players low-manage on back-to-backs. I don't even play the game, but sometimes I want to low-manage on back-to-backs. Um, been doing that. Been in the studio. I actually went to the studio, studio this morning and trying to make some new music. Got some things in the works. Um, to let you guys know, I'm looking at, you know, All-Star Weekend, maybe put something out. Don't know if I should have said that, but who cares? Why not? So now I've been dealing with a lot, man. And just in this whole process when I was back in Chicago, you know, it was really just like, you know, I I, I probably got to go back again really soon. Um, still dealing with the family issue that, you know, I was dealing with. But just being away for a while, you know, being, when I was back, I was super low key, you know, um, like, you know, I, I really... I really didn't even do anything. Like I saw, you know, the, my my usual homies I usually see, um, but for the most part, I was just in the house. You know, the NBA season had just started, so I was usually just in the house, watching basketball, just in the house, literally just chilling. Um, and just as I was there, you know, I just had a lot of time to think, honestly. And, and one of the things I was talking, to, like, just thought about was self worth. Um, you know, I I had some I had some personal conversations with you know my grandmother. And um, I actually found out, you know, the origin um, of my name from actually an Uber driver. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, so, you know, my grandma was just telling me some stories about my mom um, um, who who has passed away at this point. She was telling me some stories about my mom that, like, I didn't even know about. Um, and one, it was, they were really, really cool to hear. You know, obviously just, you know, hearing, you know, stories that maybe you didn't know about somebody, you know, who was that close to you is always a cool thing. Um, and then my Uber, I've, I've always hated my name. Like I hated the name Jonathan. Like I actually really wanted to change my name when I turned, um, 30. I was going to change it to, uh, Pavy Myrie. So my, so my full name is Jonathan Myrie McCoy. I was thinking about changing it to Pavy Myrie. Um, just changing it in general. Like I hated the name Jonathan. I always thought the name Jonathan was like very, very bland and just like, like, not fire, right? And also, I didn't think that at the age that I'm at now, my name defined me anymore. You know, I thought that, like, you know, I, I was so far removed from, you know, the person that anybody maybe had planned for me to be if they had a set plan. I feel like I was very far removed from that. I feel like I was just, you know, removed from that name. I feel like that name didn't define me anymore, and I'm Pavy now. And I want to actually change my actual name to Pavy now so no one can call me Jonathan so nothing, you know, I see Jonathan on nothing. I was having a conversation with an Uber driver. Actually. I think I was going, what was I, what was I going this day? I was going downtown to do something this day. So in the Uber driver, it was a um, Middle Eastern guy. We just got to talking about, uh, actually he brought it up. Because he was like, Yo, you, you, like, you know you have a biblical name. And I'm like, yeah, like I know Jonathan's in the Bible. Like, yeah. But I had never actually looked up what the name meant. And um, when I looked it up, I saw that it meant gift from God or God's gift or something like that. And I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know if my mom, like, looked it up when she named me Jonathan or if it was just, like, a crazy coincidence. Like, I don't 
personally, I don't think she looked it up. Like, what does Jonathan mean? Oh, guys, give him a name and that. The story that I know of is before, um, um, you know, she went into labor. Um, well, at some point in time, she wanted to name me John, but then my grandmother told her, like, everybody's named John, name him something else. So she was like, oh, okay, Jonathan. Um, and just, you know, knowing, like, my story, and, you know, which I won't fully get into here, but just knowing my story and how I came into the world and, you know, how, uh, you know, things have transpired in my life, like, for my name to mean God's gift, I'm like, damn, that's a really, that's a really gave me, like, a new defined sense of, like, self-worth. I feel like names are very, very important because um, that's, I, I feel like it kind of defines you, like, your name defines you. Um, names are legendary, you know, like you, you get called it consistently. Names are very, very important. So for the meaning of my name to be me to, to mean God's gift or gift from God or God's gift is one of the, one of the two, basically God, it's, you are a gift from the Lord. That's what my name means. Um, so it just gave me a new energy about my name and about my life. And, and, you know, it just made me really reflect on everything and, and just up to my, myself worth a bit you know I feel like a lot of the times as we go through life we don't really get a chance to sit back and appreciate ourselves you know because we're always striving for more and there's always more to do you know like um like there's there's always more to do like I remember also one of the super cool moments that happened to me recently was it was we was coming out of Clippers practice right um mind you I've been to like six six Clippers practices now so I don't even think anything of it it's just like oh it's just another practice the fact that I'm going to an NBA team practice and I just think that it's nothing of it just shows you like how much you can get caught up and just wrapped up in life. You know what I'm saying? That you don't really get a chance to just sit back and just think and just appreciate and just think about, you know, in a vacuum, if you could have told yourself 10 years ago that like you would be doing what you were doing now, 10, your, your 18 year old self, your 16 year old self, your 12 year old self, Probably would be like, I mean, you know, maybe I wanted, you know, this, but if I'm doing this, like, I could live with that. Like, that's pretty damn cool. Like, okay, like, you know, I must have done something decent um, for myself. So I remember coming out of practice, I'm walking, these kids, they were probably maybe either, they either were maybe like freshmen in college or in like high school, and we're walking out. It was like, yo, did you just come from in there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah. He's like, are they really in there? Talking about the Clippers. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, it's the practice facility. He's like, is Kawhi in there, bro? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, he's practicing. It was like, bro, you're lying. Like, that's so cool. I'm like, that's like, it just hit me. Because it's like, yo, you really got to be appreciative. You know, like, it's so, like, like 10 years ago or when I was a kid growing up, like, if you would have told me that I get to do those things, like, I get to do those things for my own company, I'd have been like, yo, that's amazing. You know, 10 years ago, if, if, if you would have told me when I'm, you know, 28, almost 30, you're going to be living in L.A. making music. Now, maybe you didn't go platinum, but still you're going to be still able to make music. You know, you're going to be putting it up. You're going to be hearing having thousands of people listening to like I remember going on MySpace and like I would get 100 plays in a day and be like, yo, I made 100 plays. And like my whole song would maybe get a thousand plays. Problematic, even though it's not platinum. It's got over like 50,000 streams across all platforms. Now, that's 50,000 people or somebody has played that song 50,000 times across all platforms. Like, if, if you could have told me that when I was 16 years old, I just wanted one person to listen to my song. I remember going to school 
hoping one person like my song, you know, to have to even just being able to log online and, you know, maybe I don't have a thousand plays every day when I look at my Apple Music or like Spotify stats, but I never go a day in which somebody didn't play my song. Even if it's just one person, I never go a day in which nobody played my song. Like if you could just tell me that in a vacuum 10 years ago that this would be the outcome 10 years later, granted, you know, I, I didn't go, you know, platinum like yet. I'm not at that level yet, but I think that I could accept the fact that I'm still doing what I love to do and knowing the fact that it's a blessing to even be able to strive to do what you love to do every day because so many people don't get that opportunity, you know, and that, and that just like kind of like up my, my self-worth a bit, man, just what I think about myself and what I want to be around, who I want to involve myself with. Uh, even like, for instance, I haven't even had sex in like a month. This is like one of the longest periods of times I've went without sex willingly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Willingly. Like other times maybe I, you know, wanted to, but I couldn't. Like I could do whatever I want to do. It's just like I'm. that's not where my head is at right now. Like I'm kind of on some like, I don't think that every woman needs to say she has sex with me. Because I think that I'm at a point in my life in which I think a little bit highly of more. I think high, I think more highly of myself than what I did a month ago. Because just knowing different things, really reflecting on my life, um, and just knowing what I have to bring to the table, you know, like I, I like I think I'm a pretty cool person, and like I want you know whoever I'm, you know, intertwined with in any type of way or anybody who's in my life to you know r- realize that I think I'm a pretty cool and pretty special person, and even my name meaning gift from God, like I think I'm like I think I'm pretty damn cool, you know. So I don't think everybody needs to have the luxury of being able to be involved with me. And that's not being cocky or nothing like that. It's really just about, you know, owning yourself and taking ownership about who you are and about the value that you bring to the world and knowing that the world would not be the same if you weren't here, you know. And again, being appreciative of the things that you've done. You know, I think we all have done things that, you know, you look back and it's like, yo, that's really incredible. I don't know how I did that. Or, you know, even, and granted, like I said, there's all there will always be more to do. Like being appreciative doesn't mean that, you know, you sit there and you're you, that that you know you're complacent with these things. It, it just means that you know you get to a certain point and you really get to reflect. Like, man, I've done all of this. Now I still got so much further to go, but I've done all of this. Like I've in my 28 years, I, mean, I want to do more, but I've done a lot. I've put out like 10 musical projects. I've covered the I've covered the NBA. I've covered the NBA playoffs. I have my own company. Like I have a media company, bro. I would never thought in my whole entire life I have a damn media company, but I have a media company that I co-own with the homie. Like, I've done. I moved to LA. Um, you know, I've I've, I've traveled. Now, granted, I haven't been you know to mad foreign countries, but I've done a, I've done a lot of things that people can't say they've done. Like I've done things that my dad ain't done. I've done things my grandma ain't done. My grandma ninety two. I've done things she hasn't done in her life. I've done things my dad had like hasn't done. You know, like I've done things that a lot of people haven't done in my first 28 years on earth. Lord willing, I got 50, 60, 70 more. Who knows what I can do with those 50, 60, 70 more. But let's be appreciative of the things that I've done in the first 28. And I think that that helps you put value, you know, within yourself. And when you value yourself, you just uh, treat yourself better. Even still, like one thing I know, like my mom, they, they said when, uh, when, she, when she was pregnant with me, she was taking, like, a whole bunch of herbs. Like, even that get, like, herbs to, like, you know, uh, uh, I guess uh, make sure she was in the best health possible. Like, all these things, when you hear the stories and, you know, you, like, hear it, it puts more value within yourself. Well, at least it gave me more value within myself. And it's like, yo, I think I'm pretty damn cool. 
I think I'm pretty cool. I think I'm a pretty damn amazing person. And it just makes you, and also when, when you value yourself, you learn to be around people who also value themselves, which in turn keeps you out of bullshit, you know, because I only want to hang around people who got stuff to lose. If you don't have nothing to lose, I don't want to hang around you because ain't no telling what you might do. Like I can't even, I know I can't trust you because I can't trust you with yourself. Like, I know you're going to put me in harm's way because you don't even love yourself and value yourself enough to keep yourself out of harm's way. So ain't no possible way you can give a damn about me. You know, and that's one of the things that putting value in yourself does. It makes you, it makes you, um, you, 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 you attract a different type of person. You radiate a different energy and the energy that you give off is like the energy that, you know, you receive, you know, so I feel like my standards with women are higher. I feel like I've always had high standards, but I always equated like, uh, 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 um, I was actually having a conversation with the homegirl. Shout out, shout out, uh, the homie. I ain't gonna say her name, but she was like, "You have sometimes you have a poor taste in women. Like they not broke, but they ain't about shit." I'm like, you know what? You right. Sometimes I would equate, you know, uh, having your own money to like being about something. And it's like, nah, yeah, you got bread, but you like empty inside. You like dead inside. And then what in turn happens is you like I, the, the tweet I made. You become like a rehabilitation center for broken people. Um, instead of finding somebody who has as much value, well, not as much value, but as much light inside of them as you. And I think that when you love yourself more, you know how to take yourself out of those situations and only rock with people who, you know, have life inside of them the same way you have life. Because you understand what your value, because you, you like understand what your value to them and their life can be. So in turn, you like, yo, you have to bring something back to my life. There's no possible way I'm about to mess with you if, you know, you don't bring nothing back of value to my life. Because I know what I bring to the world. And I know that, you know, like, I know I'm a max player, right? So I know that, you know, I'm a, like, I like I can go out there and get 30 points a game. So you better create an organization that, I, that you know, I feel comfortable in because I know what I can bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? You get with me, we go into the playoffs. So I need the organization, you know, to be at a level that I feel comfortable in that we can, you know, both thrive and do our best and, you know, put it together and get to the place where, you know, we need to go. Um, but yeah, man, that's just the one thing that, you know, I've been real big on these, these past three weeks, man, it's been like a complete learning experience. Even just when I have conversations, you know, with, with like, with like, you know, other, I, I even, when I have conversations with other women, because the women I'm talking to now, I feel like know my value more. So I find out things about myself I ain't even know. Like like one of the like uh, one girl shout out to homie, she was like yo you one of the most honest men like I know. I was like damn that shit's crazy, as opposed to you have like some other girl who who thinks that, you know I I don't like one girl she thinks that, sometimes, not without one girl a lot of women sometimes think that they have to say, hurtful things to me to try to get me to care, about something. But I feel like when you say certain things to people, it's kind of a reflection of yourself in a way. Um, because I just don't think you would talk to somebody in such a way if you valued yourself because you know that all the energy you put out in the world comes back to you. 
So you speak to someone in like a negative manner, then they speak to you in like a negative manner, and now you got negative vibes all over. I don't even want no negative vibes coming to me. I want all positivity. Like I, there is that there will there will be enough negative things that life will bring you that you have no control over, that you don't need to hear negativity from other people. I remember when I was younger, I used to actually save texts of all the bad things women said about me because I thought it helped me be more creative. Or I thought that like I could create like a certain persona off this person and channel it in, in, into something. Now I don't even want those vibes around me. Like I value myself enough to know that I'm creative regardless. Like I've been creative in like enough spaces to know that I'm just a creative person. This is what I do. Like I've 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 written raps in you know my grandma's uh, bathroom. I've written raps in Los Angeles. I've written raps in L.A. I've been creative in on 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 on, on planes. I've been creative in in uh, moments I was depressed. I've been creative in moments I was sad. I'm just creative. I don't need to, you know, draw from one set of inspiration or, you know, draw from negative things to try to flip it and search for inspiration. Like, I'm just creative, you know. But these are, 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 are you know, all things I think that come with one maturity time, loving yourself. You know, I always know people... Like, my homie Scott will say, when you turn 30, like, you just stop caring about certain things. Now, I don't know if I'm at the point where, like, I don't care about certain things. You know, still certain things I worry about or, you know, uh, uh, may, you know, overthink and, like, overanalyze. Maybe I'm not at the point where I'm fully, like, releasing certain things, certain trivial things. But I feel like I'm getting closer. And when, like, I think one of the first steps is just loving yourself more. And just, like, understanding you, understanding your past, being able to to embrace that. Embrace the mistakes you made and also realize that all the mistakes you made were for a reason and they put you where you are supposed to be today. And also understanding that um, you get everything when you're supposed to have it. You know, I mean, there's certain times in my life where, like, you know, I, like, wanted things before and I don't necessarily know if I was mentally ready for those things. A lot of things, you know, like, I remember, it's like a lot of times when I think about my music career, like, man, I probably could have... If I'd have made this decision better, like, I probably could have, this this would have worked at this point in time. But even the fact that I didn't think to make that decision let me know that, like, I wasn't ready for that at that point in time, you know. Um, and who knows what you would have got caught up in because maybe, you know, you didn't love yourself properly to be able to not self-destruct yourself when, you know, you get whatever you want. Um, so... Yeah, man, that's just kind of like what I've been on, just really just thinking about my self-worth and just understanding that, you know, you mean, and this is for everybody, bro, like, you mean a lot to the world, you know, and just really look in the mirror, accept that, appreciate that, and just appreciate yourself. And I think that a lot of times you get, so, like I said, so caught up in daily life that it can be hard to do that, you know, like, it's hard to sit back. It's, it's, it's really hard to just get a break, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really hard to, in, in, you know, adult life to just get a break, yo. Like, you got so much stuff you do. Like, you know, you go to work. You got friends. You got to be social. You know, you got to be healthy. You got to work out. Things like that. But sometimes you just need, like, to chill by yourself for a second. Get a break and just honestly just think, yo. And just think and, and, and just reflect and reflect on well, reflect on the past and then also anticipate that you still have so much further to go. And I think that when you do that, you start to really, really appreciate yourself. Like, I think everybody thinks that, you know, they think of themselves like a certain way. But I think it's a different level of self-worth uh, that we can all get to. Even me, like I'm having, 
you know, this moment talking to y'all, but I just ate some Chick-fil-A. Probably shouldn't be eating some Chick-fil-A. I should probably care about myself more to, you know, eat some vegetables. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we could all, you know, uh, love ourselves more and appreciate ourselves more and, you know, really think that we are kings and queens. And we should accept nothing less than king and queen shit from other people. And we should create the settings or involve ourselves in settings that are fit for a king or a queen. Um, so, yeah, I will not be taking three weeks off anymore. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but, yeah, Pavers explained. Hope you guys enjoyed it.